0: Faith and stability.
1: And total tranquility.
0: I'm building off your energy.
1: You listen to the enemy. You're my peace, not my enemy. My lover and my friend indeed.
0: Together we will grow the seed growing orgasmic energy. And we are back. Back again. How you doing, Queen Shay?
1: I'm doing good. What about you? Oh, man.
0: I'm great. Because the show is finally live, so... Getting feedback, one word we keep hearing is transparency.
1: Transparency,
0: and I thought it was just being honest. I ain't really, you know, I ain't really looked too deep into that. But apparently, we're very transparent according to the listeners.
1: That makes it feel more relatable.
0: Yeah, makes it real. Right. Yeah. So we thank you. We thank you. Um, all feedback is welcome. We even accepting criticism. Vorgasmic vibes. At gmail.com. That's V-O-R-G-A-S-M-I-C-V-Y-I-B-E-Z at gmail.com. Feel free to email us your comments, your questions, any topics you would like for us to discuss. Any topic that we did discuss that you felt like we was completely off or wrong on. Feel free. Open to it all.
1: Also follow us on Facebook. Orgasmic Vibes
0: Please like the page Please leave a comment You know, all traffic is welcome All traffic We even inviting the haters Come on by (laughs) Tell us how much you hate us (laughs) But yeah, man We appreciate it Just two people sitting back Having a conversation That's therapeutic for us And helpful to the masses We hope
1: Right Bringing a conversation From our walls at home To your walls at home
0: Mm -hmm. As we hit On several topics, you know.
1: So we definitely, you know, been talking a lot about love and foundation and what you want, what you need. What are some of the things that cause you to respond the way that you do? And we're going to keep that train going today.
0: Keep the train going.
1: And really just go a little further on the topic of love. Is love enough?
0: Lord Alfred Tinsley <laughs> once said, "'Tis better to love and lost that love than never to have loved at all." He's back with these voices. Do so. you agree? What say you, sire? <laughs> <laughs> so my man says, is it better to have found love and lose it than to never have loved at all, apparently? I say yes. I would rather have experience this feeling, especially if you get in the deep levels of it, than to just hear about it and never experience love. I, I couldn't imagine a, a, a life worth living and never have been in love. What say you, baby girl?
1: I agree a thousand percent, even if the relationships don't last. At some point, if you stayed in the relationship, there obviously were some highs and some good moments I guess at the end of the day, I'd rather be able to look back and kind of take myself back to those good memories and those good places than to wonder, man, I've seen people be in love. I wonder what that feels like. I wonder what that's like. I can't imagine never having experienced love and especially being closer to 40. That's that's a long time for someone potentially to have gone and not know that true feeling of love.
0: Reminds me in the movie 40-Year-Old Virgin. I mean, we're talking about this pure love, but could you imagine being 40 and never have experienced any love, not even puppy love? No. Nah. <laughs> not at <laughs> all. No, no, no. Mm-mm. It's an amazing feeling, especially when it's reciprocated, you know? Like when you know this person is in the trenches with you, got your best interests at heart just like you have theirs, caring for you like you care for them,
1: So let me ask you this, and it's really going to take us into today's episode. Do people get in relationships and or marriage just for the love, or are they getting into it for a plethora of things? I know, you know, in a prior episode, we talked about what love looks like. Mm -hmm. So are they getting into it just for the love?
0: Um, from a man's perspective, um, uh, let's let me think. I mean, some men I can honestly say get married as a formality. That's the next step of the evolution, the next step of success. You know, they have me have a position. Certain positions you look weak or you don't look trustworthy. Uh, especially in some of our other demographics, um, not necessarily African Americans, but in certain other demographics, they. If, if you're not married, that don't look right if you're a certain age, Right. you know. Right. So certain men, I can honestly say, probably do get married because it's a, it's a formality. It's what you're supposed to do. It's what you, what, you know, that's the next step of things. You know, you don't want to seem like a a bachelor for too long. Because ironically, certain men, if they're a bachelor for too long, certain people might assume they're on the other side of the fence. Not that there's anything mm. wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But, um it's, it's it's some people get married, I honestly believe as a formality. And then you get some people that get married to hide whatever they're trying to conceal. So
1: And I know from the woman side, or at least what I've witnessed, sometimes in the community it's the older generation or the parents, like, When you gonna settle down? When you gonna get married? When you gonna have the grandkids? So sometimes I think mm. You know, some people may feel pressured to Mm -hmm. just go out and get in those situations. Um, But then, you know, there's a lot of other examples. So, you know, like I asked, do people get in the relationship marriage just for love? You know, think about if you have a very successful person that maybe always had like a long laundry list of things they wanted to achieve for themselves. Sometimes if they're, you know, very into their career, love is at the end of that list. So you may have checked off, you know, several boxes. You want a certain career. You want to live a certain lifestyle. You know, you want to go certain places, have the freedom and the financial flexibility to do what you want to do at the drop of a dime. Well, sometimes in order to obtain that level of a lifestyle, they put love on the back burner. So maybe people try to love them. And they're like, no, I don't have that kind of time. To dedicate you, so I think when those people finally realize something's missing, then they are in it just for the love because they feel like I've done everything else for myself.
0: Do you agree? I do. A career driven person, there's nothing that's gonna get them off they square. There's nothing that's gonna deter them from their goals, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. So, and they kind of there's there's men who are career driven too who be like, Man, I don't have time to give a woman. I don't have mm-hmm. time to 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 give kids. You mm-hmm. know, I'm at the office. 10, 12 hours a day, and then mm-hmm. the same ritual, every day, every day, every day routine, rather. So that can go both ways. I, I see your point there. But let's say someone's in a marriage or relationship, and it's it's for the love. Is love enough?
1: It could be, because there's, you know, different complexities of love. I think those people fall under the realm of they are truly in love. Whereas I think the opposite realm of that is you easily love people. I know for me, speaking of past relationships, you know, there have definitely been differences where, you know, you've given it your all, you've been all in and been in love and maybe experienced heartbreak. And a lot of times after that, then you may say, Hey, I'm going to jump back out here, but this time I'm going to, you know, have a little guard up and I'm open to loving someone, but you may not allow yourself to fall back in love for a little while. So I think it really depends on the situation.
0: Yeah. So, past relationship love can be dangerous because it depends on the level you got to. Like you can't compare head over heels, deep in adult love to puppy love, I don't think. So, let's so say. So,
1: expound it. on puppy love.
0: So, your first experience on love. Not children. I mean, mm-hmm. let's say late teens, early twenties, or mid teens, early twenties. Puppy love, your first introduction to it. It's a feeling you never experienced before. You know, your heartstrings are being tugged on a little bit. You know, the care for this person is deeper than you've ever experienced. You know, you want to talk to them all the time. You want to be in their presence. You want to be smart. You want you want to see mm-hmm. them smart. That's the surface level of it. You know, that's the the caring for someone is in that aspect isn't the same caring for someone at thirty. Mm-hmm. you know so i think puppy love is an introduction to it it's the first feelings you get with it it's it's a surface level compared to a very deep 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 in love person that's mm-hmm. like adult love like you've you see sacrifices made you Go see ahead. you see you physically feel the care care is not a tangible item but you can if it's real love you can feel it mm-hmm. so <clears throat> that's the difference i think between puppy love and just ooh I'm head over heels over this person.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, and then in that case, then I think love could be enough. Like that can be so fulfilling that your life can sustain itself off of that love. Like if you really are in that good space with that person. And like you said earlier, if the feeling is mutual, but if you have more of a one-sided situation where maybe one person is more all in or giving more of themselves, I think eventually the love is not going to be enough because you realize it's you giving off the love. And if you feel like you're only getting a percentage of that love back, then that can kind of sway you in different directions, especially if maybe you encounter someone that doesn't really know you on that level or hasn't known you that long. And then they willingly start showing you what you're missing or, you know, they start showing you love, not necessarily saying they're in love with you, but I think it, it opens your eyes for you to kind of know like, wait, is what I have enough or am I looking more of what I'm giving out?
0: Hmm. Is love enough? All right. So just circling the back to what you, what you kind of just said. So if someone's, let's say two people getting in a the re, the relationship they're not married to say, it's just a relationship. Um, and they're experiencing, one of let's say one of which is a go with the flow. Let's just have fun. Let's just go with the flow, see mm-hmm. where this goes. And the other person has a, okay, I'm trying to feel you out. I feel like the person is just going to go with the flow, they're too little free. And then the person who's trying to feel out the situation, obviously they've been in a situation where they may not want to be as free, more guarded. Can that be a successful relationship? Can those two people move forward? Can those two people fall in love?
1: They absolutely can fall in love, but I think for them to really make it work, then the person who's more easygoing and free, they have to define, Hey, what is this? I think they would have to really define it because the person who's really the free spirit, I mean, they may not want to have that type of tie, like where they feel like, okay, now I'm totally bound to you. Mm -hmm. That may be overwhelming for somebody who's that free. They would really have to outline and specify, like, are we in this together or because you know how that go. That's what we call situationships.
0: Situationships. <laughs> Turn it into, a lot um... of
1: people end up in that. I think the average person has at least been in that at least once. Um, that's hard. Situationships also tend to go on for a very long time if nobody defines what this is. And it's just under the context of oh we spend time together or, you know, when we're on our schedules aligned and we're hanging out or we're doing this or sometimes staying the night and do this, you can waste a lot of time. You can't get that time back. So for the person who really wants that love, then that's enough for them and they're willing to accept it. Um, even if they want more, I think I think they just settle for it.
0: The reason reason I asked that question, um, we're not counselors, but People love opening up to us and talking to us about situations and things. They're in, And we recently ran into a, they're not a couple, but a, a, a man and a woman. The woman has a very, very challenging past in her love life. And the man is very free. Mm-hmm. He's been very free for many years. So they kind of presented questions to us. She's perusing, trying to figure out what's what. He's like, man, let's just go with the flow, man. Whatever happens, happens.
1: She wants that, the hard answers. Like, what are we? How are you feeling about this? Like, everything is concrete, black and white. There's no in-between. She wants to know exactly what everything is in every moment.
0: She's been there before, and she's been free. So now that that didn't work out and it was tragic for her, now she's a little more guarded. So in this case, is love enough for her? No, it's not, because she desires companionship. She desires open-mindedness. She wants to know what he's thinking. She wants to know how he's feeling so they can she can maneuver around it. So that's why I was asking if one person is not necessarily looking for love and it, the other person may not be looking for love, but that's the path she want to go on. Can those two people make it do what it do? And, and I say yes, but it takes some evolving on one person's part. But you know, if she's going to push the envelope that hard because that could scare a man away. So that's why I posed that question. But is love enough for, for me? no, well, yes, I'm gonna say yes because for me to love you, several factors have went into me falling mm-hmm. in love with you. I know the companionship is there. I know that it's gonna be reciprocated. I know so many other. Let me just say the boxes are checked. Mm-hmm. You know, before I even get to my emotional side, because I've been in relationships in the past where I'm thinking we're in love, and I see the potential way somebody's gonna go, and then. Boom, I'm single again. Well, well back then I was single again. So mm-hmm. I I've, I've been in a couple of long distance relationships, not long distance, long term, excuse me, relationships. Um my high school relationship was about 3 years. I think that's more like puppy love, mm-hmm. you know. Um then I had a 3 year relationship in college where I thought things were going towards marriage because I could see the potential. But that's when I d- discovered I needed more than just love because I loved her, but enough love to keep us together. I was, you know, once we went our separate ways, went our separate ways. So that kind of prepared me to realize just loving someone, yeah, that's great. But for me, that ain't enough. So for me, it's a no. How about you?
1: So what you were just explaining when you're talking about puppy love, that makes me think of the couples that are maybe like high school sweethearts. You know, say you're starting out that young. You're in love with each other, especially if this is, say, your first serious relationship. Mm-hmm. And I know from a woman, you know, you loving this man hard. Y'all are really into this, and you feel like that's my one. So y'all, let's say hypothetically, now you go off, y'all get married, you have some kids. Now it's what maybe about ten years in. Mm-hmm. So I think when they start out being that heavy in love and only into that person. I don't know that later in life the love is enough because one or both of them even if they don't want to admit it may realize I know nothing else about what I may potentially like as the adult me. Mm-hmm. So love was enough in you know my late teens or my 20s, but now that I'm out in the world or I'm seeing how other people are navigating or now I'm seeing my friends like kind of go through th- go through different things and grow. Somebody may realize like, man, have I grown because I've only been in this for the love? Like maybe there are other pieces, but then I agree with what you said. It's almost like, think of it like a big box, big box at Christmas. That box may contain multiple facets, multiple items. Like, oh, I asked for like 10 things. If that one box has 10 things in it, and to you that makes you feel loved. Then yes, love is enough because like you say, you already checked off all the other boxes of your needs. But if that box is just somewhat empty, like it's just love on the surface, then they say, oh, maybe I need more friendship from this person. I need to feel a different kind of connection, you know, so you can love me, but you could love someone and not have fun together not feel like that's your friend. Mm -hmm. That's when it's not enough. Mm
0: -hmm. So. So, yeah or nay? (laughs) Both. Both. Okay. All right. I agree to an extent. The puppy love, love was enough, um, for my personal experience. Because, I mean, we was exploring it. Mm-hmm. You know, we was finding out what we liked about each other. It was first time driving, first time having a female passenger, first time, you know, sneaking away to to to, to do the nasty, and you know, <laughs> what I'm first time all of that. So it's exciting, it's new. Mm-hmm. Then fast forward to college, a little more experience in certain things those things aren't going to be as exciting. So you're supposed to take it to the next level. I'm talking about 2021. By 2025, excuse me, 25, 28, somewhere up in there, there's supposed to be another level. It's staircase. You have heard my analogy. It's a staircase. Have you climbed to the next level? So by 30, 35, you should be taking everything you've learned from those adolescent years to those young adult years and, you know, chewing the fat, you know what I'm saying? Making sure you're you, you, you perfecting that thing to to even grow even more. So is love enough?
1: I mean, also, because you've got my brain over here racing, um, being that we're parents, I think when you, you have a spouse or a partner, you're also looking for someone to support you and help you. So what if you have, like, somebody that they whine and dine you or they're always, like, expressing their love telling you how they feel or buying you things or giving you good experiences say that's like they're hitting a thousand but in all the other areas like what if that person like is not involved with the kids doesn't help you manage the household is not there if you go through something say you go through something at work and you feel like okay i can't talk to them or they're not emotionally available then that's a big no because you can love me hard and yes you're doing all these nice things for me and that makes me feel good but it's more to life than just those moments like it's a lot to life so if you're not present in the other areas then you have to question like is this enough and i think a lot of people stay in relationships a long time because they feel like this person loves me what if i leave and i can't find somebody else to love me but they weren't hitting all the other marks either so you know that's a big risk to run so you have to really ask yourself is that enough and i think it's fine to tell that person like hey we're good on this front but these other three areas we're struggling i need more of you from these different areas i think you know you really have to think about those things
0: so um what are the areas Go a little more, be a little more specific. I know you mentioned help around the house. I know you heard you mention help the kid. How can someone help you? Let's say y'all in deeply in love. Um, but the signs aren't there for him to read. How can, what other areas that he can improve or help?
1: That know? Well, that's where we mentioned earlier, transparency. You do have to be direct and transparent with your partner to say, hey, you know, I'm struggling here, or I really need you to help me with the kids, or I feel like I'm doing everything with the kids. Could you chip in? Could you take away some of these tasks? Or not take away, but could you do some of this to kind of lighten it? That'll give me more as a free time. And, you know, a big topic we haven't gotten to is individuality. So, you know, you may need that time to feel like this is my time to just still be me, focus on me a little bit. So, I mean, that's going to That's going to vary per relationship, but everybody's going to need that me time. Hey, can you help me get that? Or with my career, maybe I don't know where I'm going with my career and I'm trying to figure out, can you support me? And by support, you know, if I'm looking for another job, then maybe you come to me, hey, I had some free time earlier. I went on these sites. I found a couple of companies or positions I thought, you know, fit your personality. What do you think about this? Or, hey, I've seen you, you know, you're really great at organizing. Like what about opening a business? Or if you're really good with doing hair and they say, Hey, you ever thought about exploring those different avenues? So that's what I mean when, you know, it's not just love, like actually really taking into consideration what's happening. You have to be very observant to do that though and be very present in the situation.
0: So what if one person is trying to be as transparent as possible but the other person is not receiving it or they just, just life's already hard for them a little bit. So they ain't trying to hear what you saying. They home. They like, I pay the bills. I blah, blah, blah.
1: Then in that it. case, that's not enough. Like, like, did we agree to this? Like, did we agree that this is your place for you to just pay the bills? Like, is that something that was agreed on? That I mean, I can't give a full answer on that. Those are things like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they have to figure that out. Like, mm-hmm. And not, sometimes those things just happen mm-hmm. based on prior generations. Like, you know, I come from a family where my mom didn't have to work. Mm-hmm. My dad worked. My dad, you know, took care of the financial side and my mom ran a lot of, the, other of those areas. But that's something they agreed on. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom wasn't blindsided with them. That was the goal. Like, hey, I'm going to go out. I'm going to work. You know however long I need to work so that you can manage the kids, manage the household, so if somebody's agreeing to that, that's different. but if you just kind of assume, hey, I'm the breadwinner and you just need to figure out the rest of this now nah, that's not that's not gonna work
0: i don't I don't get gender roles you know right. what I'm saying certain things I do understand are gender roles, but that's basically what we what what that speaks on you know certain mm-hmm. people and certain it's twenty twenty three people you can't expect shit that worked in the seventies and the fifties you now. say
1: that, but it's a lot of people lot that do. Of people I know
0: do. it's a lot of men that expect you know they woman to completely take care of the house and they don't pitch in at all because they bring in the bread home, you know, they bring it they, they they providing so
1: or even cooking or I cooking.
0: Mean, yeah, it ain't no gender role, it's 2023, you know. Yeah, but
1: a lot of men come from households where
0: that's all the they mom, experience, the
1: grandmothers, the aunts, so that's many, what they did.
0: So many people take their life's experiences and apply them to the exact life, which is great, but. What you experience, especially if you're from, let's say if you're from a, a, a country or a town, mm-hmm. you experience life one way, you meet somebody else. They experience life another way. Y'all, it's, it's, you have to, you know what I'm saying, compromise. So, but that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> that's a whole yeah, podcast. Yeah,
1: you have to be careful with um, trying to mimic or imitate what seems to be the prevalent way of of doing it. So,
0: So, yeah. So this episode was more so about you know, trying to complete the series. Well, we didn't call it a series, but mm-hmm. the love introduction series. So, is love enough? And uh, analyze that in your own relationship. Um, most likely, it's, it may be a no. It may be a yeah. <laughs> but that's between you and your spouse, and that's open dialogue right there. To to many other conversations that should be helpful. And for us, nah, love is definitely not enough. All right. We both require.
1: A lot more. So
0: much more. You know, and just hearing her and she hearing me, there go again the compromise, figuring out how can, you know, we bring it to her. So email us. Tell us what y'all think. You know, is love enough for you? What's your idea on the topic? Which brings us to this week's version of either or neither. <laughs> I know, I think we skipped one last week, so I had to make this one good. So this one's a, well, let me let me tell you about the game in case you're your first time listening. Either or neither is a game that we uh, partake in. I present or she presents a situation um, with an alternative. You get to either select one and elaborate. If you choose neither, you have to present a situation comparable to it. So uh, since we skipped one last week, I gotta make this one a two part one. Oh gosh. So your first part, you got to choose between one of these. And then I'll ask you the either and either from whichever one you choose. Um, Dominant mm. or collared.
1: Trying to bring the people into our lives? Like, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they probably don't even know what collared
1: means. <laughs> Go look it up. Go look it up if you don't know these terms. Um, dominant all day. I Dominant knew he was gonna day.
0: say that. I knew he was gonna say that. All right, so since you can be under possession, since you said dominance, uh, either or neither, completely bound to a bed with fully arousal. I mean, I'm teasing you in every situation, every way I can. The feathers, the candles, the ice, the fans, the rose, the rose with the tongue, all that. Hmm. But you can't climax. No I'm gonna just tease you that's first one
1: How would you stop it? but I'll ask you oh I know
0: I can bit. read your body, baby. Okay. I know when you about to get there <laughs> I'm gonna stop <laughs> um or still bonded to a bed uh oh let me let me back up the first one no penetration whatsoever. the second one bonded to a bed with penetration again. Reading your body and stopping right before you climax each and every time for like an hour. An
1: hour?
0: Uh-huh. Just back. As soon as you about to climax, uh, let me stop. Reset. Then we slide back in. Mm.
1: <laughs> so the time constraints on the first option? Is that also Oh, they
0: both like for an hour? hour. They both an hour. Fully teasing. No penetration. No climaxing for an hour. Or penetration. Still teasing. No climax for an hour. And you bound to a bed. Mm-hmm. I know you like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna say neither, and take my control back as the dominant, and put you in these situations. I'm down. I'm gonna <laughs> go with that. I'm down. That's the only dominant answer that I could give.
0: Ooh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there.
1: You try uh, to put me in collared situations.
0: Hey, I mean, who introduced me to the word, the phrase? The lifestyle.
1: We're not talking about it today.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that wraps up this week's episode. Is love enough? Ask your spouse. Spark these conversations. Spark these conversations, man.
1: Reach out to us again. Follow us on Facebook at Borgasmic Vibes. Reach out to us via email, borgasmicvibes at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. We love to hear the feedback. Um, Or suggestions on any topics you would like for us to discuss. And we hope that every Thursday that you are anticipating the next episode.
0: Until next week. Peace.